Welcome to the Gospel for Life. We have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but rather it's for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. I'm Josh Bales, pastor of the Well Church, here with Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Phil Moran, pastor at Christ Presbyterian Church, and Jonathan Van Hoogen, pastor at Spring United Reformed Church. Now, if you'd like to find out more about us or catch past broadcasts or get information about our annual conference, you can find us at ReformationVoice.com. All right, welcome back to the program today. We're still talking about Soli Deo Gloria, and uh, just means that uh, all things are done for the glory of God alone. In fact, this is one of the most famous catechism questions uh, in church history. What is the chief end of man? Man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. And, um, you know, deep within all of us, God God made us to seek joy and to seek happiness. It's part of what's being, uh, it's part of being uh, made in the image of God. And, um, the night, the, the the most beautiful thing about Soli Deo Gloria is that God does not uh, split or divide His desire to be glorified with our desire to have infinite and and um, unending joy. In fact, we find our happiness and our joy when God is being glorified. Isn't that true? Yeah, you know, uh, a, a scripture just popped into my mind. Um, that we read every December when we celebrate Christmas in the second chapter of Luke, when Christ is born in, in Bethlehem and uh, the angel, the angels uh, come to visit the shepherds. And the angel of, of Bethlehem says, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace mm. among those with whom he is pleased. Yeah. Um, Glory to God in the highest, not not glory to glory to people because God sent His Son, uh, and now you're going to be glorified. No, glory to God in the highest. But God's glory is. Uh, somebody once said, uh, some great theologian once said, and I'm I'm drawing a blank now who it is, uh, that the glory of God is man fully alive, mm. and. Uh, that Christ came to give us life, and all the glory goes to God, but on earth, peace. God is glorified when human beings are reconciled to God mm-hmm. and uh, know God in, in, a, in a new way. Uh, so those two go together. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace. Yeah. And there are maybe just a couple other verses real quick. Psalm 37, 4 Delight yourself in the Lord. In other words, bring praise and honor and glory to him, and he will give you the desires of your heart. So as you're praising him, bringing him glory, bringing him honor, what you'll find is that you are supremely satisfied. There is no higher desire. And this is the thing about Christianity. I remember driving with some of my friends several years ago uh, off of a job on a Friday afternoon, and one of my friends was a non-Christian, and he said, he looked at me, and he's like, I feel sorry for you. And I said, why? And he said, because, you know, you're, you're a Christian and how could you have, I mean, I'm going to go out and drink and party tonight. How could you have any fun and joy and satisfaction in your life? 
And, and I said, well, actually, the, the shoe's on the other foot. I feel sorry for you. Uh, I have infinite joy in Christ. Um, even if that's not fully realized now, Char Charles Spurgeon once said, the chief end of man we believe in this life and in the next is to please God as maker. If any man pleases God, he does that which conduces most to his own temporal and eternal welfare. Man cannot please God without bringing to himself a great amount of happiness. Yes. Well, there's a, you know the examples of different ones who recognize we talked yesterday about vocation and how uh, in our vocations we can bring glory to God uh, John Johann Sebastian Bach was uh, you know eminently you know one of these great musicians but every time he wrote a piece he affixed the initials SDG Sola Dea Gloria at the end of every manuscript to communicate and the idea that it is God and God alone who's to receive the glory for the for the wonders of even the things that he does the wonders of his work in creation and redemption um, are manifest even in our occupations mm -hmm. and uh, and I and I'm you know what Johann Sebastian Bach did. He gave a great joy to many people, but he always pointed it mm -hmm. to God. Yeah. 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 Sometimes when we talk about this, um, there's people that would say, well, this sounds just so egotistical on the part of God. Um, this whole idea, what's the chief end of man? To glorify God and to enjoy him. Um, that sounds like God is on an ego trip. Um, and that's true if God was our equal. Um, but those that say those these things fail to understand the, the creator-creature distinction. Um, God is our highest good because God is the one who created us and he formed us in order to enjoy him because he is perfection. He is mm -hmm. the ultimate of everything. Every good thing comes from him and is found in him. And um, this is why the psalmist can say, in your presence is fullness of joy. Well, yes. why? Because there is no greater object, yeah. no more perfect object, no yes. more glorious object than God himself. And so this idea that it's, it's egotistical is only if I said it to somebody else. Yeah. You know, you can find your greatest joy in me. Yeah. Well, no, because I can't deliver. Yeah, I, I right. am. I I I, yeah. I have all these faults. I have all these shortcomings. Yeah. I have all these issues. God doesn't. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and the, the Westminster and, Confession of Faith has a, a chapter on the glory uh, on on God, and it, in that chapter, um, one of the paragraphs says, "God has all life, glory, goodness, blessedness in and of Himself, and is alone in and unto Himself, all sufficient." not standing in the need of any creature which he's made, nor deriving any glory from them, but only manifesting his glory in, by, and unto, and upon them. He alone is the foundation of all being, of whom, through whom, and to whom are all things, and has most sovereign dominion over them to do by them, for them, and upon them whatsoever pleases him. In his sight all things are open and manifest. His knowledge is infinite, infallible, independent of all creatures. 
So as nothing is to him contingent or uncertain, he is most holy in all his counsels, in all his works, and in all his command. To him is due from angels and men and every other creature whatsoever worship, service, or obedience he is pleased to require of them. And it's just, you know, God has all glory in himself. And this is why, this, this is why um, when we delight in him, you know, we have that joy mm-hmm. it, that derives from delighting in the most yeah. glorious yeah. thing. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Yeah. To simplify just what Jonathan said, that's really what's what Paul is writing in, in Romans eleven thirty six. For from him and through him and to him are all things. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the 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 quick summation of what the Westminster divines were expounding. Yeah. yeah. That it all comes from him. They had their yeah. finger in that text. Yeah, they did. Very much so. You know, we've been we've been talking about the glory of God in, in human happiness. When God's call is on your life, God will not let you find happiness in anything other than him. Yeah. And uh, I know that from personal experience. <laughs> so did Solomon in Ecclesiastes. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you're gonna, you're gonna, you. When God's call is on your life, and uh, you try to find happiness in in anything else, you're gonna run up against frustration, because God will not allow you. God loves you too much. His call is on your life, and uh, God will not allow you to find happiness yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. Other than in Him, Amen. Can we? Can Augustine we? would say that my heart is restless until it finds rest in You. Yes. Um, there's a wonderful poem called "The Hound of Heaven," yes, um, which is that sentiment that Phil is talking about. That we were chasing after so many things, and what you find is that as we're chasing after those things that we think are going to give us substance and value and mm-hmm. worth, um, the Hound of Heaven is chasing us. And saying, what you think you can find in all those things, you need to find in me. Mm -hmm. And if you're one of those people that have not found that satisfaction in Jesus Christ alone, um, what I would say is that you can run all over the place, but everything else is going to be shallow and empty and temporary. Mm -hmm. It might give you a temporary joy. It might provide momentary happiness but it's not eternal. It's not significant. There's not enough, what we talked about a couple of days ago, there's not enough weight to it. Yeah. Only the glory of God has enough weight. Only the person of God has enough weight for us to find eternal satisfaction. Yeah. Um, that's what amen. that's what C.S. Lewis said in his famous sermon, The Weight of Glory. glory. Yeah. Uh, and it's based on uh, that verse from 2 Corinthians uh, when Paul talks about the weight that's on him of suffering, but he says it's not worth comparing to the eternal weight of glory that is waiting for us. But anyway, uh, C.S. Lewis said, uh, "We are like children content to we we are like children living in a slum, content to play with mud pies in the street because we don't know what a holiday at the sea would be like." Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, that's. That's what Paul was doing, making that comparison the, of the weight of his suffering not worth comparing. It's, it's light, momentary, 
compared with the weight of glory. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is too hard of a transition, but I, I think it'll work. Because God's glory is 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 the chief end, because our joy is wrapped up in him being glorified, this should absolutely inform how we do church. Uh, every Sunday, uh, you know, the, the pastor has has maybe uh, we, we, we have like a two-hour service, so we're kind of long, but, you know, hour, hour and a half, two hours, what are you going to do in that two hours? You know, and this is one of the, the principles of the Reformation. In order to bring God uh, the, the highest glory and to bring the saints the highest joy, it has to be an absolutely word-saturated service. So yeah. that's why we, we preach the word, we read the word, we sing the word, we pray yes. the word, we taste and see the, the word in the sacraments. And, and the object of the word of God is Jesus Christ. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, and those services, I, I mean, I, I was just... I was singing on Sunday. We were singing a psalm or something, and I, my heart was so filled with joy. I'm like, where else would I rather be on earth right now? I can't think of any other place. Not with not with a, a great president, not with a great movie star, not on, on a beach somewhere, but right here with the Word of God. This is where my joy is with God's people singing God's praises. Mm-hmm. And I think I can speak for the other men in the room that when we get up to the pulpit to preach um, – our sentiment is, Lord, may they not see us. Yes. May they see Jesus Christ. May he be exalted. May I get out of the way um, so that the one that deserves glory and praise is seen and heard and worshipped. Um, and it's such a temptation as, as ministers to to want to rob God of glory. To not, not in a deliberate way, but in, in subtle ways where we just get in the way of people seeing Jesus Christ. Yeah, you, you guys have probably seen it before, but in the church that I served years ago, uh, there was a plaque in the pulpit, uh, a quotation from John's Gospel, Sir, we would see Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, you've been listening to the Gospel for Life. We've been talking about the solas of the Reformation. This is the last show. If you want to get caught up on any of them, just go subscribe to our podcast, The Gospel for Life. We'll see you next time. 